in your wisdom and in your master plan, you had an extended family that we didn't know anything about. And once we started participating in this family, it helped us extend. What a God you are, Lord. That you take people from every race, every culture, every age, every educational level, every, every kind of person. And with one sacrifice, one blood. You've made a holy nation. And I'm just telling you tonight, Lord, I'm thankful for Exceeding Grace Christian Center. I know they just appreciate the gift that you placed in me, but as a family, I love being here. Lord, you know you send me all over the place. But this is at the top of my list of places I richly enjoy coming. I thank you, Lord, that how they receive us is honored in their lives after we leave in manifestation. Lord, I know religious places that have a religious honor system. That old traditional thing. None of that happens here. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful. And that can only be done because we are joined by your Spirit. Your word says, he that is joined to the Lord is joined of that spirit. The same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in all of us. Let your word come forth in power now, Lord. Speak to your people. Release in this house. Wisdom, understanding, knowledge. Catapult your people in an accelerated fashion into their destiny. What you've gifted and called them to do. And not only that, Lord. What they long for. The desires of their heart. Thank you for it, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, so be it. Amen, amen. Are you happy tonight? Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Praise the Lord. Man, y'all y'all getting some musicians in here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah, I got my son passed. Now, you can back these things off now. Got my son passed. Yeah. 
look out. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Open your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 12. We'll do a real quick review and then move on with what God has placed in my heart for your heart. See, that's the key. When an apostolic word with a prophetic cut is released in a house, if it can go past your soul and be received in your heart, it expedites everything in your life. If it has to have time in your soul to think it through and to sit there and just, well, you know, I don't know about that. Well, you know, that's his opinion and so on and so forth. Then it's going to uh, take longer. And I don't know about you, but I like fast. And the Lord has told me on that 70-day fast that one thing that that 70-day fast uh, produced in our lives is a greater dimension of the anointing of increase as well as 72-hour miracles. And, you know, we just had a little, you know, if you want to call it uh, that 72-hour uh, that miracle with the, with the car, if you will. Uh, it's just a little something, you know. Uh, to us, it, when, you, when, you, when you saw how God orchestrated it, then you would understand the miracle versus I'm just rich and can buy that. See? And, uh, but, you know, God's been doing this just wild stuff. You know, when we got to the Tampa airport, uh, we're sitting there waiting for our bags, and uh, they ain't there. And, you know, we, when you fly first class, uh, you have priority. In other words, your bags come off first, right? And they have a special sticker on it, you know, and so on and so forth. Uh, our bags ain't coming off. And all of a sudden over the intercom, uh, they're paging the Derbers. Uh, would you come over into the uh, office here, the Air American Airlines office, and uh, pick up your bags? So we go over there, and see, when we were getting off the airplane, I, I got this 800 call, and I didn't take it. You know, you had to get those 800 numbers, and they're trying to sell you something or whatever, whatever. I ain't got time to mess with that. I just shut the thing off. And because, uh, you know, we are got to get on the shuttle and get over there to the main terminal and, and get our bags. And so uh, we get over there, and it comes over the intercom, and you know, Derby, you're, you're – your bags over here in the American Airline office, right? And we turn around, there's, we can see our bags through the window. And so we go over there, and I'm like, well, what's up with this, you know? And uh, we got in there, uh, you know, here's your bags, you know, show them our passports, and we come out of the bag. Well, then I listened to that 800 number. They left a voicemail. And, you know, I'm wondering what's going on here. And they said, your bags came in early. <laughs> now, it couldn't have been that much early. 
because we didn't have this big uh, layover where we had enough time for mom to get a pedicure. <laughs> we, we had that much time in the layover, right? Right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Right? But somehow, those bags got in early. Now, in our stupidity, in the charismatic world, we used to sing that song, he's, ne he's never early, he's never late. Remember that song? Hopefully not. We used to sing that song, he's never early, he's never late. In other words, God's an on-time God, you know, but he's never early. We kept singing, he's never early, never early, never. Lord finally said, would you stop singing that stupid song, I'm never early? You're confessing that I'm never early. Right? Well, uh, our bags came in early. And after, after we got back into, in back, after we, after we got back in the condo, uh, the Lord began to speak to me about that. He said, you ready for some things to come in early? Come on, sir. Yes, sir. Now, now, now watch this. Watch it. It was already in the highest natural priority. That she could do. Right? But it got in there early. Look at your neighbor and say early. early. <laughs> Hallelujah. Early. I like early. I don't like late. I don't like to be late. I don't like to be around people that are late. As a pastor, I have to... Uh, People are late to church. I understand things happen, and I'm glad you're there. But I'm just talking about you always late because you know, well, they're going to praise the Lord for 45 minutes. So there ain't no sense in me coming in there because really, I'm just really a word person. <laughs> you ain't a word person. A word person worships the Lord. Right. Enough. Proverbs 12, verse 9. He that is despised and hath a servant is better than he that honors himself and lacks bread. Now, we've been looking at being despised. If you're going to go on with God, you're going to be despised. So just accept that and understand that. But also, you have to despise that world system. You can't play both. Jesus said you, you can't have two masters. You'll hold to the one and despise the other. It's the one, or two, one of the two. So you can say you love God, but you're still actively using that system to further your personal life. Instead of letting revelation knowledge set you free, and start operating and living in the supernatural kingdom in which you were born again into. See? And so, he that hath a servant is better than he that honoreth himself and lacks bread. That tells me that the person that has the servant is not lacking. Hello. And that's why he is despised. Because he is not lacking. 
You would think people would want you to be happy. You would think people would want you to be successful and to have good things in your life. But covetousness, jealousy is the rage, the Bible says, of man. See? And so we are looking at uh, this truth. And I brought out the servant part. And that there's three main categories of, of servants in the Bible that we're looking at for this time of increase. We looked at last night as faith. How faith is a servant. It is to serve you. And how even if your faith gets sick, just a word from God. Just a go! And your faith moves from sick to great. That just makes the devil crazy. That you can go from your faith being paralyzed to great faith off of one word, go! My goodness. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful? But tonight, we're going to look at angels. Angels. Because this is a, a truth that spirit-filled church folk know about, but it gets highly neglected or abused. Neglected is they don't know how to activate angels. Abuse, they get on the Internet, and, and they're looking up all these angels that do this and the name of angel this and that and that, and you know, and all of a sudden they're back in the new age. See? And so, you know, when I, in, in, the, in the Methodist church, we sang that song, All day, all night, angels watching over me, my Lord, all day, all night, angels watching over me. Y'all's in that Methodist church? They were watching. They, they, they're not called to watch. They were watching us get beat up. They were watching the devil steal from us. They was watching us sick. They was watching. Hey! I feel the Holy Ghost coming in early. Early. You feel that just come on in here? <laughs> hey. See? And we didn't know how to activate angels. And you know, there's a there's an angel phenomenon. You know, you got you got uh angels on television programs now. You got angel statues and pictures of angels, you know, and you know, they got the little little fat little angel with wings and a harp, you know, on a little cloud, and all these little angel things that you can have, angel t-shirts, angel this, angel that, right? And there's no comprehension, Robert, of what angels are, are really assigned to do. Now, I know because uh, the church I'm in tonight is well taught that a lot of these things I'm going to say, but they're going to come out apostolically, and they're going to come out with this understanding he that is despised and has angels at his command. Come on. Come on, sir. Come on, 
Ah, see, right? And so we got to do a little, little background stuff here, you know, so everybody's on the same page. So let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews 13. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, Hebrews 1. Let's begin there. Hebrews 1. And verse number 13 says, but to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? None of them. See, you and I, we are seated in heavenly places. Angels don't sit. They're not in the God family. You and I sit. They are very much at attention. You better get this now. See, when I was in the military, I'd go in into the colonel's office. I ain't going to tell you what for. It's another message. Maybe. He'd be sitting down. I'd be standing up. And our whole conversation was him sitting down and me standing up. Because he had a little eagle on his shoulder. And I had a little stripe on my arm. See? <laughs> so, which of these angels said he at any time sit down on my right hand till I make thy enemies thy footstool? None of them. Why? Verse 14 explains it. They, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth? Let's, let's, let's add this. Sent forth from heaven. Sent forth from God to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Well, now, now, have you become an heir of salvation? Okay, so angels, the whole reason of their creation was God knew that he was going to make a God family. <laughs> and he wanted you and I to live like he lives. Being waited on. I hope, I hope you can handle this tonight. Right? Right? Now, uh, this is, you know, if you're a lazy Christian listening to this and you're amen in this, you're missing it. We're not talking about you sitting on the couch and, you know, uh, an angel dropping grapes in your mouth and another angel fanning you. And another angel with a remote. We ain't talking about that. See? And it goes on to say in verse 1 of chapter 2, Therefore, or because we have angels that are ministering 
for us as heirs, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Because if we let them slip, then the angels are in pause. They can't minister. They can't do what God created them to do. See? Are you following this? For verse 2. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense or reward, how shall we escape if we neglect? Remember I was talking about neglect or abuse. If we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him, God also bearing them witness both with signs and wonders, with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. Now watch this closely. For unto the angels hath he not put in subjection the world to come whereof we speak. Now are the, see, most Christians don't have no problem about angels in the life after. And so, Apostle Paul here is making his case that angels are ministering spirits for heirs of salvation, right? And he says, "Don't you, you know that in the world to come, there are the servants over there. But there's something going on here. Because verse 6 says this, but one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him? Or the son of man that you, vi you always visit in him? Now when it says but one, it's talking about one angel. It's talking about the, the subject matter is angels. So he says, but one angel in a certain place. There was a certain place in time where one angel said, wait a minute. How come you so mindful of man? What's the deal? How come you, you want to spend all your time with him? Are you following this? Hold your place here. Go to Psalm 8. Ha, ha, ha. We're just going to have fun tonight. Why well, am? <laughs> Psalms 8. Look at this. David. How many of you know David was a prophet? God opened his eyes. In verse 3, when I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and stars which thou hast ordained, what's this man that you created? We were, now, see, this is an angel that is saying this. This is an angel, and we're going to find out this angel, this is Lucifer. 
that gets upset. He ain't got no problem with God creating the stars, the sun, the moon, the planets, and even the angelic force. And here he is as the archangel, the top angel. And, and you know, he, he's the big cheese, if you will, under God Almighty. But he didn't know God's master plan was to have a God family. And he says, when I consider everything you created, and then all of a sudden man comes up, what, 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 what's up with this man? What's the deal? And you're always visiting him. Before you were always talking to us. Anybody following this? He's getting out of his creative assignment. Now look what he says. What is man that thou art mindful of him, the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels. Now listen, that word angels there is Elohim. The, 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 the translators in the King James freaked out. They could not comprehend that God would make man just a little lower than himself. So they just put in their angels. But it's Elohim. Now, I know that can bring some confusion, but I'm going to clear it up here in a minute. Now, watch this. What is man that thou art mindful of him, the son of man you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than yourself, and you've crowned him with glory and honor. Folks, I mean, you, you, can't, you can't get no more blessing from God than to be crowned. Not just with glory and not just with honor, but glory and honor. See? You, you, are you with me? So, the devil's upset about this. Now, back to Hebrews chapter 2. And verse number 5 again. For unto the angels has he not put in subjection the world to come wherever we speak, but one angel, and we now know who which angel that is, or we will know by the time we're done. But one angel in a certain place testified, saying, What is this man? That you are mindful of him, or the son of man, that you visit him. You made him a little lower than the, what? Angels. Now watch this. That is not Elohim. That is angels. Now see, this is where the confusion comes in. See? This is where uh, the writers, the translators, and even the teachers of the Word, just, they won't go there. See? But see, I got to go there. I got to know why in the Old Testament it says you created man a little lower than yourself, and then over here in the New Testament uh, they're created a little lower than uh, the angels. Literally translated correctly. It seems like a contradiction of the word. See? 
This is where fasting and prayer come in. Hallelujah. Now watch this. You made him a little lower than angels. You crowned him with glory and honor and did set him over the works of thy hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him, but we see Jesus. Who was made a little lower than the angels. For the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. Now, you better listen to this right here. When God created Adam and Eve, let us make man in our image. He made Adam and Eve. Now, the angels were already created. So, before the angels, I mean, before man was created, it was God, and it was the angels. And they had their rank, archangels on down to uh, lesser rank angels, right? Okay, so when, when God created Adam, all of a sudden, here's God, here's the angel. Come up here, Robert. Put your hand in between there. Now, turn, turn. All of a sudden, turn to where you ain't blocking them. <laughs> Lord help us. <laughs> so here's God. Here's angels. Right? And then God creates man. Lift your hand up, son. <laughs> right? And all, the, all of a sudden, the angels are down here. And so Lucifer gets an attitude. And God is no longer just talking to Lucifer around the throne. He's going and communing with Adam in the cool of the day. They're talking and going on. And Lucifer says, what is this man that you're mindful of him? You made him a little lower. I got to do something about this. Are you following and so when Adam sinned, it went back to God, angels, and now where man was a little lower than Elohim, man is a little lower than angels. So Jesus had to be made a little lower than the angels so he could bring man ah, somebody shout somebody. <laughs> that is apocalypse right there so the bible's not contradicting itself Man had fallen underneath angels, so Jesus had to come where man was 
to get them back up where they're supposed to be. Somebody shouting here. Woo! <laughs> That's good right there. So, when Jesus rose from the dead, if the princes of this world had known, they never would have crucified the Lord of glory. Now, are we clear on that? All right, let's move on. Psalms 103. And let's put our eyes on verse number 19. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments hearkening unto the voice of his word hearkening unto the voice of his word now when you're working on your computer you got certain passwords everything is locked up until you put that certain word that allows you to into that locked position, into whatever you're into at the time. Without that password, nothing's moving. Have you ever forgot your password? Don't look at me like I ain't never. Have you ever forgotten your password? Have you ever forgotten your password more than once? <laughs> yeah. Right? And so there you are. Even though all the stuff on there you possess. Because you don't have access. You're limited in what you can do. Angels do not respond to you begging. To you pleading. You throwing a tantrum. Whatever you're trying, they, 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 they are pre-programmed by God to only do what the password has been said. And that password is Genesis to Revelation. They hearken unto the voice of His Word. But the, the beauty of it is, whoever will speak that Word, whether you're five years old, 50 years old, 100 years old, black, white, yellow, brown, green, whatever you may be, when you speak that word in faith, you have to know that the angelic force is serving you. They're serving you, even though you can't see it yet. 
they are in motion. See, that's why that strife and all that arguing mess and all that little, you know, bickering stuff, you can't do that. Not, 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 not in, in manifest on a continual basis. Aren't you glad we're in the New Testament where you can say, Lord, forgive me for that. Come on now. Praise the Lord. So I know you understand that angels hearken unto the voice of the word, but let's go a little further. Joel. Joel. Chapter 2. Let's put our eyes on verse number 11. And the Lord shall utter his voice before his army, for his camp is very great, for he is strong that execute, executes his word. See? Now it says, the Lord shall utter his voice before his army. Now, I've been in a lot of different churches, a lot of services, a lot of conferences, and so on and so forth. And, and uh, uh, there's a, a militant spirit that if you're not careful, you can get over into the wrong area of it. Yes, we're in warfare. Yes, we are God. We're we're in God's military, if you will. Uh, but it but it becomes all this spiritual warfare instead of, uh, and there is spiritual warfare. Well, I'm talking about you know where you got to get an airplane and fly over uh, your city uh, and and find out the name of the uh, devil that's controlling it, and then you got to take a gallon of oil and pour it all over uh, the streets and all this stuff. When it's not in the book. And so uh, the Lord utters his voice before his army. Now, yes, you and I are in the army of God. But like I just said a while ago, when the colonel, when I had to go in, he's sitting down, I'm standing up. Why? He is an officer. I am enlisted. Angels are not officers. They're enlisted. They are the enlistment part of the servants of the army of God. We are the officers. We are the ones, we are the voice that gives the command. Are you following this? And so when we say, when we say in the name of Jesus... My God. Right? Angels perk up. I bind you in Jesus' name. Angels perk up. Be loosed in the name of Jesus. Angels perk up. When you call those things which be not as though they were money, come here! Angels perk up in Jesus' name. You get in my house. Angels perk up. And their job, their job is to execute 
the command. And they're already pre-programmed, created. They don't, have, they don't sit there and say, well, you know, we're too busy today. And I don't feel like it. And none of that. No, matter of fact, that's angels, angels, that's their fun. That's, that, that's, their, that's their interaction. Is your, see, are your angels bored? Are, you, are your angels sitting around uh, playing, playing spades? <laughs> right? Or are your angels moving right now as I'm speaking? Come on now. Are they out there doing their job? See, if you don't know that, then you're going to start leaning to your own understanding. You're going to start leaning to your own power instead of the supernatural. Now listen, you do not pray to angels. But in the name of Jesus, you can command them according to the word. Oh, angels, I command you to get me a banana split from Dairy Queen and bring it here. Your angels are going to be trying to do some kind of trade. Hey, you want to trade? All, all, they, all, they can think, all they can think is I'm a banana split angel. What's wrong? I ain't getting on no banana split. I split their banana is what I'm going to do. Right? Now, uh, me and Mama Alberta, we started discovering this truth way back at the farm about the power of angels. And uh, we started seeing angelic help around the farm. You know, I, I don't know if I told you the story about uh, when I was converting the tobacco. We call her backer in, in, in Kentucky, backer. But you all wouldn't know what backer is, so I got to say tobacco for you Floridians. <laughs> but up home it's a backer. We had a backer barn. And so I was converting that tobacco barn into uh, sheep stalls. And uh, I'd run out of, I'd gone to the mill and got all this uh, milled wood with the money we, last bit of money that we had. And it, and it did all the stalls up until about the last two stalls. And I was short. But I had all the old wood that I'd, that I'd taken down within the barn that, that was good enough to do those last two stalls. Have I told you a story? Uh, okay. And so uh, the nails were all bent and rusted and all that stuff, you know, and, and uh, try to drive them back. I'm sitting there working probably a half hour on one board just trying to get the nails out, and I got a stack of it. And, you know, it's, it's lunchtime, and I'm, I'm like, man, you know. And I was walking from the barn, and I got on my knees, and I just said, Lord, I need some help. with these nails in these boards, in Jesus' name. Went down, had lunch, came back. When I walked in that barn, every board, I'm talking about a stack about this high and about, about as wide as this platform here, every 
single board. The nails were driven all the way back through, and all I had to chum, chum, just pull it this easy like this, and within probably a half hour, the whole thing was clean. Now, I'm sitting there like, okay, there's some kind of power here, right? And then Mama Alberta started using it with our pets. And uh, we, we had this Cocker Spaniel, ah, that's that dog. <sighs> Let's just say he wasn't stupid. He just didn't know any tricks. <laughs> and, you know, he see a butterfly, he go chasing it. We were, li we were living in the Alpha house. And he got out of the house and... Uh, was all the way up by the road, and we're inside the house. And Alberta looks out there, and she says, Angels, in the name of Jesus, bring bingo. And as soon as, as, soon as she says that, you could actually see him get swatted on his little butt because he went, he looked back and jumped. Right when she's, I'm watching this, and came running straight back to the house, see. We're, st we're starting to learn things. You know, the Lord told me out at the farm to build that hedge. Remember the hedge of protection, right? And angels, right? Right? All this stuff. And so uh, if you disregard their ministry, they will disregard you. But again, you can't get goofy. You don't pray to angels. You don't try to, t you know, there's one goofy nut. He, 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 said, he said this to me. He said, I know the name of my angel. Oh, really? Yeah. And he tells me some kind of, you know, this, this goofy name. And, 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 and uh, he said, yeah, we talk all the time. <laughs> well, you know what? He probably is talking to an angel. But it's a fallen angel. Hello? <laughs> right? We don't want that. That's not what I'm teaching here tonight. You don't pray to angels, but you can certainly speak to angels in the name of Jesus and command them into action in accordance with the covenant word of God. He utters his voice before his army. See? Now, go with me to Matthew. Chapter 25. Look at verse 41. Jesus talking says, Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed and everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. The devil and his angels. Now, uh, Revelation 12 
don't want to spend much time here because we got to get over to the good part of this. Not that this ain't good, but it's a refresher. Revelation 12, verse 7, There was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Right? Right? And so we see that uh, Satan... What is man that thou art mindful of him? And then, you know, you get over to Isaiah and Ezekiel. Don't have time to go there. But he said, I will ascend above the stars of God. That's us. Above the stars of God. I will be like the Most High. But Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Come on now. Jesus just all, I mean, Father God, all he did was this. The scripture. All right, watch this. Creation. God, Adam, mankind, angels. Right? Adam falls. God. Angels, man, right? So where Satan had lost his, well, let me, let, me, let me restate this. God, man, angels. He doesn't like this. So he's running his mouth. Now, at that time, Lucifer at his best was supposed to be ministering to mankind. He wasn't in a fallen state yet. Are, are you following? But when he got questioning God, bam, out of heaven he went. Right? Michael and, his, and the archangel, boom, get out of here. Right? But when he got Adam to sin, he had access back into the throne, accuser of the brethren. Right? And so, uh, when Jesus rose from the dead, he told Mary, don't touch me, because I have to ascend to the Father. And he took his blood and cleansed the mercy seat and kicked Satan out once again. Right? Forever. Forever. And, and put man back in a little lower than Elohim, right? Okay, now, uh, let me just say this while, while we're here. Have you ever taken a severe fall? You remember it, don't you? Ain't nobody took a fall. Adam, Adam took a fall. But... Nothing like the fall that Lucifer took. 
So you know when he comes knocking on your soul. I remember the fall. Because he's still hurting over that thing. He's still hurting over the fall. Oh, never, never. That's the thing. Fallen man has been restored. There is no redemption for the devil and the fallen angels. <laughs> right? Okay. Now, 2 Corinthians, you still with me? This thing's about to get gooder, gooder. 2 Corinthians 11. Verse number 1. Say hallelujah when you're there. Hallelujah. Would to God you could bear with me a little in my folly and indeed bear with me. For I'm jealous over you with a godly jealousy. For I've espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtility. So your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Verse 14. And no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. The devil transforms himself into a lender in the time of need. The light came on. We, 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 I just got a text last night at 1130 when I got home uh, from a lady that we're helping uh, get out of debt. She was debt free for years and then, uh, you know, went through an ugly divorce and so on and so forth and, and uh, you know, just, you know, left the principles that uh, she she known and got herself in debt. And me and Mama Alberta uh, uh, just been right beside her, you know, just sitting there saying, hey, you can do this. And she she comes home and opens up her mail and there is one of those checks that pre-approved checks, now watch this, for the exact amount of her debt, which was an odd number, the exact amount. See? Now, see, most Christians, and I've heard them tell me, and I've, I've heard them say this, that was God. Only God knew how much. The devil, the devil knows exactly how much you owe. You know how, you, know how you should know that? Because he's always saying, you ain't got the $357.27. But the devil don't know how rich I am. It's off limits. It's divinely protected. <laughs> See? Now, he transforms himself into an angel of light. In other words, ministering spirits unto the heirs of salvation. But he can't operate and execute God's word. There's no truth in him. He is held captive 
in chains of darkness. So when he comes as illumination, it is artificial. It is counterfeit. And you got to rec- be able to recognize that. No, 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 no. No. I'm, th- th- my harvest manifestation is what's going to take care of this. Not borrowing, borrowing more money. Yeah, but just think what you could do with that. Yeah. You could do with that. But there's a payday. With what you just what you can do with that is going to be due. It's going to start choking the life out of you again. And you have all these people out there telling you, you know, uh, at these uh, prosperity uh, success seminars for one hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents per per seat with a box lunch that you that you can use other people's money and you just got to be business you got to be you got to have got to have a good idea got to have this got to have that and then they'll give you three or four uh, people in the audience that will testify about how they started out and all they had was $500 but uh, they were able to get a $50,000 loan and now they're multimillionaires a day and you sitting there listening to that and the angel of light is just sitting there is just And then, on top of that, who's leading the thing is a Christian. Folks, there is a, well, I got to get there. I got to get there. All right. That's enough of that. Go with me to Genesis. Let's just get right in this. Bless God. I think you understand angels. Genesis 24. The blessing of the Lord it. Maketh rich and he has no, no sorrow with it. Jesus became a curse to redeem us from the curse so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon us. Right? The blessing of Abraham. It makes rich. Right? Let's look how, how that blessing operates. Over here in Genesis 24, it says, Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in a few things. Huh? Okay, I stand corrected. All things. And so to save time, he's going to send his servant to find his son a wife. Remember that? Okay. And it goes on uh, in verse 32. He he finds Rebecca and uh, through a series of divine orchestrated events in verse 32 the man came into the house Rebecca's house and he ungirded his camels and gave straw and provender for the camels and water to wash his feet and the men's feet that were with him and there was set meat before him to eat but he said I will not eat until I've told my errand and he says speak on 
And he said, I am Abraham's servant. And the Lord hath blessed my master greatly. Now, watch this. This servant loves his life. He ain't trying to be Abraham. He is well, divinely connected right where he is. He's got a living example in front of him and testimonies all around him to live by himself. You know Abraham is not going to call somebody in there that is not faithful to go find a wife for a son. And this servant has rule over everything Abraham has. See, you don't have to be Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Kim. Just be divinely connected. Blessed through association. Because the same blessing that's on Abraham. That guy, I loves my job. Somebody come up to him and say, hey, you're a pretty good steward. You're a pretty good uh, manager. How about come and work for me? I'll give you twice as much as Abraham. No. I am set. Come on now. And so we get over here, and it says here, and the Lord hath blessed my master greatly, and he's become great, and he hath given him flocks and herds and silver and gold, and men servants, maidservants, camels and asses. And Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son to my master when she was old, and unto him hath he given all that he has. And my master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife to my sons or the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I dwell, but you shall go unto my father's house to my kindred and take a wife unto my son. And I said, Now watch closely. And I said unto my master, suppose, peradventure, suppose the woman will not follow me. Now he see, he's, he's living under this blessed man, partaking of the blessing upon him. But he understands that Abraham is operating in a wisdom level, even though he's given him supervision over all physical things he knows that abraham knows something in the spirit realm that he doesn't know in his my god there's things that these two know and you sit there just because you go out and have a cup of coffee with them and you're talking to them and you think you think you on the same level could you understand that they're talking to you about things on your level Trying to take you to a higher level. When I'm ministering to all the people that are in can and so on and so forth, and I'm having conversations, I don't want to, don't, don't take this wrong, but a lot of times I have to lower myself and expound to them where they are able to hear it. See? Not saying I'm up here and nobody else is up here. But I am saying I'm up here. Are you following this? And so he knows that Abraham knows something that he doesn't really know yet. And he has sent him on an assignment that he has never, ever partook in. He's just been managing over all the physical and watching God supernaturally increase Abraham greatly. 
And he tells Abraham, okay, 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 Father Abraham. Okay, Dad. What if this woman won't follow? Abraham says this. And he said unto me, The Lord before whom I walk will send his angel with thee and prosper thy way and you shall take a wife for my son of my kindred and of my father's house. Abraham knew that the blessing involved angels prospering him. <laughs> and is confident that there's going to be an angel. We were, we were uh, I shared this here before, but it bears repeating. We were uh, having RVN practice. We practice about once a week when I'm home. Well, they they be, y'all better be practicing while I ain't there. <laughs> and uh, one night, we pray, we, pray, we pray in the Holy Ghost for, uh, you know, uh, a short period of time, or it may go an hour. Whatever the Holy Ghost puts, puts in me, when whatever we're about to approach in our touring schedule or concert schedule. And so... Uh, one night we were in there and we're praying and the Lord said I don't want y'all practicing any of those songs I want you to worship me what a band they, they love that anyways it ain't like oh man we gotta worship the Lord. no 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 that's where you know the songs that God gives us to reach out and, and connect to people is wonderful but where, where, where we go places is in praise and worship I mean, that's just, my goodness, just let us let us go. And so uh, I told the guys that, and they said, hey, let's do it. So we got uh, uh, praising the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And when we got into worship, we'd probably been in uh, worshiping the Lord for 45 minutes, an hour or so, and uh, uh, without stopping, just we ain't got no music, no nothing. They're just following me wherever I go. And... I'm looking at the guys, you know, uh, Eric's back there. He's got his eyes closed. He's caught up. You know, guitar player caught up, keyboard, every, everyone just caught up. And I'm facing the platform. And they're all they're practicing. This is how we practice. All, almost always practice unless we're doing a concert configuration where they need to see where I'm going to be on the platform. I always face them so I can have eye contact. It just saves a lot of time. And I'm I'm sitting there and and I'm off the uh, stage. I'm I'm right here and we're caught up and an angel appeared over here to my left and started walking towards the platform. And when its when its foot touched, just like that, boom, the anointing just exploded. It just exploded. And I'm sitting there looking at that and I'm like, my God. Right? And the word of the Lord came to me and said, I've put an angel in your ministry. And whenever it shows up, Holy Ghost explosions are going to happen. So I was sure 
that the whole band saw that angel. And so we just stayed in that place. Man, we're just swirling in the strength all of a sudden, just everything, and, and just, just, you know, just moved over in that spirit of God place. And so when it just calmed down, I said, guys, did you see that angel? And he said, Patty, we didn't see no angel. You did not see that angel? You know when the Holy Ghost just fell in here? And they, oh, yeah, I know when that happened. Because you start playing things you ain't played before. You start hearing and seeing things and singing stuff you ain't never sung before. Or you just stay in a groove that you're in, you know, and it just, just things are swirling. Right. And they said, no, Pastor, we didn't see that. I said, an angel stepped up, and when its foot touched the stage, that's when it happened. And the word of the Lord came to me and said, I've placed an angel in your ministry. And when that angel shows up, boom. Right? We leave there about a week later. We're in a conference. And this prophet was preaching. And he calls me out. And he says this. He said, God has put an angel in your ministry. <laughs> and whenever that angel, boy, I feel the Holy Ghost come in. Whenever that angel shows up, the Holy Ghost begins moving in a, in, a, in a tremendous way. See? See? Now, Abraham says, God will send an angel before you. Now, watch this. Not just any kind of angel. A prosperity angel. There are healing angels. Come down and stir the waters up. Whoever gets in first gets healed. Come on now. So there's, there's these angels, angels of prosperity, that are bored. Because the church doesn't know about them or don't know how to utilize them. We're going to send some angels to work tonight. Now, uh, with Ma go to Matthew. You still all right? It's Friday night. Can I just go? And just, yeah. Matthew 13. This is the interpretation of the wheat and the tares. Remember that? And, just, you know, you can go back and read this, and, and I'm sure your pastors have taught on this somewhere along the line. But in verse 39, Jesus is giving the interpretation about the tares, and he says, The enemy that sowed the tares is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. And the reapers are the angels. Thank you for your enthusiasm. 
Now they ain't reaping and putting it in their in their cupboard. They are ministering spirits unto joint heirs. Right? The heirs of God. They're the reapers. They're going to orchestrate things. They're going to line things up. And they are supernaturally, in a lot of cases in these last days, going to manifest things. That's going to just blow people's minds in the world away. You following this? All right. Look over here in Exodus. 23. <laughs> Now, God's talking, lining His people out on how to serve Him. And, 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 and He gets to the feast, you know, the Passover and the, uh, all, all these different, the Feast of Ingathering and first fruits and all this stuff. And He gets to verse 20. Behold, I send an angel before thee to what? Keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Oh, yes, amen, heaven. He ain't talking about heaven. God has a prepared place. He's got a prepared house, a prepared car, a prepared spouse. He's got, a, he's got all this prepared, right? And he's going to use his servants, angels, to bring, to keep you and to bring you to that place. They'll interrupt your busy schedule. I told a message one time called Thanks for Nothing. Remember that? Thanks for Nothing. We thank God for things we know. It's all kinds of things we don't know. See? Thanks for Nothing. Your light turns green. You start to take off. Here comes a car barreling through that red light. Thanks for nothing, Lord. Angels. Folks, I've had a lot of angelic encounters. And they operate super fast. 21-day fast. I'm driving my 67 Cougar. 289, chromed out, white on the outside, red interior. Anyways, 
I'm, I'm driving down this two-lane road, and uh, back in Kentucky, we have a lot of trucks that get on the road pulling tobacco wagons, hay wagons, things like that, wagons. And they're just going from one farm to another field or something. They're just only on the road for a mile or two or whatever. And uh, because these wagons are for the field, when they get out on the road, you might have a 14-inch tire over here and a 15 over there. And farmers, they just put something on there. And, 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 the, and the wagon will get going like this. And when it does, it starts affecting the truck, especially if you got a load on it. And so I'm, 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 I'm behind uh, a truck that's pulling a trailer, and it's, it's starting to get wild. And I know it's dangerous. Why I can see that I, I, I know the guy's fighting it. I'm I'm fasting. I'm on a 21 day fast, and I said Jesus, and when and when I said G out of Jesus, God opened my eyes, and I saw two angels, one sitting on on each fender of that uh, of that cougar. I could see right through them. They had long hair. They had, they had uh, white uh, robes, and everything was blowing in the wind. They were just sitting on like this. And when I said, Jesus, when I said, G, and before I could say, Zus, they left, they left the fender of my car, flew up, and simultaneously touched that wagon and it went completely straight and was back on my fender and then disappeared before I could say Zus, Jesus. Folks, folks, folks. And you sitting there working out your budget plan on how, you know, well, in six months we'll get to have this paid off and all that. My God, come on. They travel at 186,000 miles per second at, its, at their slowest. That means that they can go around the, the earth 15 times in, in, in one second. And we're sitting here not utilizing that kind of execution of God's Word. Or we are... And they're moving on our behalf. And then we start saying to God, well, God, where's that? What's taking so long? And God is orchestrating something exceeding abundantly above all you could ask or think. Come on now. <laughs> all right. Watch this. Psalms 91. Verse 11, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in most of your ways. Huh? All your ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands lest you dash your foot against a stone. In a snowstorm, driving Mama Alberta's Volvo. Going around a curve in Kentucky and up in up in the hills, 
No guardrails, none of that. Here it goes. Going off the side. And this is not going to be a good day as far as if this car goes over. And it, it wasn't, you know, you know, 100 feet down. It's only about 30 foot down. But it's gonna, the car is probably going to roll and... There I'm going to be down to bottom and going to have to walk out. And, you know, it's not going to be a, how I intended that day to go. And again, Jesus! So you better be trained. Instead of cussing. My car was picked up. Let me restate that. Mama Alberta's car was picked up. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And put back on the road that quick. That quick. If I'd have thought about it, I'd have stopped and looked at the tracks. And by the time I came back out from going over to our friend's house, it had snowed so much it had covered it up. But we'll look at it when we get to heaven. See? Angels. 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 And there's prosperity angels. Go to Psalm 78. Let me show you this. We gonna get them going tonight. I think we got your faith going last night. At least I hope we did. Look at this. Verse twenty-four. Verse twenty-three. Though he commanded the clouds from above and opened. The what? That's one thing to have windows of heaven open up. Good God. <laughs> you remember when Jacob had that time with God, the Jacob's ladder, and he saw angels ascending and descending? Jesus said the same thing. He said, uh, well, you think all this is what's going on or something? What if you saw angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man? Remember that? Right? So there are doors of heaven right here. And God, now this is, this is pre-cross. Abraham, angel. Right? Pre-cross. And we see Jesus made a little lower than the angels to bring fallen man back above angels. Angels ought to be a regular moving uh, manifestation in our lives. So much so 
that it says be careful when you entertain strangers because you can be entertaining angels unaware. Well, how about let's be aware? Let's be aware. Come on now. That's a warning. That's how, that's how much they're supposed to be active in our life. Peter's locked up in prison, right? Here comes the angel. Slaps him upside the head. You know, a lot of Christians need to be slapped upside the head to come out of their locked up position, out of debtor's prison, out of that lack. Come on, a good slap upside the head, wake you up out of that, right? Angels were a regular, regular uh, manifestation. When, when, when Jesus, after the 40 days fasting, when that fallen angel tempted him, after the devil left him, angels came and ministered to him. Come on now. If Jesus, if Jesus, the head of the church, needed ministry of angels, then who do you think you are that you don't need to investigate and find out this revelation and get it applied in your life? There wasn't no grocery store out there. Just angels showed up. That's exactly right, hon. Brought angel food. Now watch this. Look at this. Not devil food. Though he commanded the clouds from above and opened the doors of heaven and had rained down manna. That's supernatural supply, folks. It's not a little Sunday school teaching you teach the kids. That is, and they need to hear it. That is a supernatural supply system for 40 years that never stopped. And you don't think God can't take care of you? Look at this. And rained down manna upon them to eat and given them the corn of heaven. Man did eat angels' food. He sent them meat to the full. Now watch this. Do I think angels eat? Yeah, okay. Angels eat. But more than that, man did eat angels' food. In other words, when God was bringing the manna, when he opened up the doors of heaven, God is not up there and got this big kitchen cooking stuff. He has angels raining manna down. He has angels bringing the wind, bring the quail in. He has angels that when Moses brings water out of the rock, all those things that are happening. When the Red Sea rolled back, folks, you, you understand it wasn't just the breath of God just blowing through his nostrils that was doing that. God just went like this. He would determine, and angels, angels, hearken unto the voice. They're back there. If you could see that, angels were holding that sea back. 
If you could see what's going on. Everything supernaturally that happens, angels are involved in it. When we're having healing meetings, when no in financial increase, angels of increase are here. 72-hour miracles are here. Looking for somebody that will be obedient and jump on board and will just go with this thing. See? So when it said man did eat angels' food, it's not really talking about food that angels eat in heaven. Man did eat angels' food or food that angels brought to them. You see that? See? That is supernatural supply. That is supernatural supply. Uh, First Kings. You still all right? Chapter 19. Everything has, an, has, has, a, has a divine order in God's kingdom. And if you don't get that, then you, you have this view of Jesus doing everything. When he is in truth seated at the right hand of the Father, henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. Yes, I know Jesus can appear to people. He sat down in my car. I know, I know that he's omnipresent. You understand what I'm saying? I know that he can do things that are just awesome in manifestation. Right? I get that. But he is seated on his throne. I've been to heaven one time. And I was sitting on the floor directly in front of Jesus. Directly in front of Jesus. Well, let's do it this way. Directly in front of Jesus, and Father God was right here. Father God's thorn, thorn throne was way bigger than Jesus. And Jesus' throne was, was immaculate. But everything behind them was blacked out couldn't see nothing. I didn't see no saints. I didn't see the city. I didn't see nothing. But boy, I mean, me and Jesus, we had to talk. Father God reached, reached out, laid his hand on me, and he, and he spoke in King James. He said, Be thou made whole. And then Jesus did all the talking. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. Now, remember in Ephesians, you're taught well here, where it says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? But against principalities, powers, 
rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness, and heavenly places. I personally believe that is the order of the structure. I've heard it taught both ways, but I stick with the law first mentioned, that what's mentioned first has its priority. I believe it's principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness, and heavenly places. I hear people talk about spiritual wickedness in heavenly places is the highest and principalities the lowest, whatever. And I'm not going to get into a doctrinal difference, even though I wrote a book, but <laughs> go read my book. Right? But they understand rank. Principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. You following this? Right? And so uh, there is an order. And uh, the angels on that aren't fallen... They operate principalities, powers, rulers of dark, not rulers of light, right? And spiritual goodness in heavenly places, right? And so they have that same uh, government structure. And then within the church, you have apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, right? And so on and so forth. There is a government structure that... Uh, and, and to his government, it's, not, it's never going to end. And so uh, we are in the uh, upper echelon of the government of God. And angels, when you go through eternity, angels are going to be doing everything. Everything. You, you ready to ride your white horse? You don't have to go get that horse. I don't like horses. You'll like this one. The Kentucky Derby's tomorrow, right? Kentucky goes nuts over Kentucky Derby. It's their one time in the year for two minutes that the whole nation watches Kentucky. That's it. Then they forget about us. But something, something else is brewing in Kentucky. They're going to they be getting their cameras out in Kentucky. So, uh, in 1 Kings 19, we have just seen Elijah call down fire. Right? The God that answers by fire. Now, do you think, do you think God dropped a match down? I started to say a while ago, how Satan fell when God just moved his little finger. The Bible says you cast out devils with just a finger, finger of God. So there, there, there's Father God on his throne, Satan running his mouth. You created him. God created him. And this little created being is all out of order, just running his mouth, running his mouth, and your Father God just doesn't even say nothing. Doesn't even say anything. And he just... Whoosh. You talk about power. Now, when he flicked his finger, angels... We already know that they're the ones that threw the devil out. 
Are you following this? The angels are involved in every aspect of, 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 of creativity. Uh, yeah, I know God speaks, and it is, but angels are right there. Yeah. Assisting God in His creative power. So in financial prosperity and increase, angels are just like, let me do what I'm so supposed to do. And they can do it super fast, super quick. But see, what happens is debt and lack just hits your soul so hard that, see, that's why people, they go to the gambling system. Or they go, like I was saying the other night, they go into the criminal system because they're trying to get increase in their life in an accelerated way. When God has a way for increase to get in your life in an accelerated way that is totally legal. They're trying to figure out how that preacher, you know, I, again, I don't have no mega church. I don't have no business on the side. Our parents didn't leave us a bunch of money. None of that. None of that. Maybe, you know, I told you about getting called into the IRS. They're trying to figure out how somebody that makes this much money that our book says that I make, which is there a whole bunch of you in here make a whole lot more money a year than what I make from my, from my church way beyond but you don't want to you don't want to match me dollar for dollar <laughs> what i'm what i bring in in a year and so when and so when irs saw how much we were given we've given over two million dollars into the kingdom of god you can't do that if you ain't got it and when they trying to figure out how you doing that they they all all they can think about is uh, the shenanigans, Crim criminal, something has to be illegal because they know we didn't win the lottery. See, they can't figure it out because it's a God thing. And so when Elijah confronts the people of God, he says to him, how long are you going to halt between two systems? If that Babylonian Baal system is the way, then serve that. But if God is the way, serve that. And we're going to have a showdown. And I'm telling you, there's a showdown coming. And you better be on the right side of this thing because there's a whole lot of prophets that are prophesying that system. And very few prophets that are prophesying God's system. But let the God that answers, watch this, supernaturally. Elijah set the stage. He did, the, the prophets of Baal didn't say, hey, let's have a showdown and the God that answers by fire. No, no. Elijah's the one said, this is, this is how we're going to know. It's going to be a supernatural show off. Right? 
And those prophets, you know, they, and he says, hey, go first. Have at it. They, they, they sit there and they start doing all their incantations and they, they jumping around dancing, doing all their chanting and all the, all the uh, calling to the east and calling to the west and up from the ground and down from the air and everything they can think of. And Elijah's just sitting back there saying, where's your God? Maybe he's asleep. <laughs> On vacation. Hard of hearing. And they jump up and start cutting themselves. Right? We're talking supernatural. I have to be real careful how I testify. Because people get mad. They get angry because... Well, I tithe, and that ain't happened to me. I give well, I don't know what you do. I said this before here. I'll say it again. If I was to come and live at your house for six months, your, your financial situa situation would turn around if I'm in charge. Because you, you, you would get up, and, and I said, all right, it's time to get up. What are we doing? We're praying. We're praising the Lord. No, I don't get up this time. Well, then, I'm leaving. Where are you going? Oh, it's our pizza night. No, we ain't eating pizza. No, no, no. We get, get the oatmeal out. Well, I don't like oatmeal. You want to be out of debt? And when God sees that kind of earnestness, angels begin to respond. See? And so here's Elijah. And he says, how long are you going to halt? And that word halt, that word halt is crippled. How long are you going to be crippled by being double-minded? What you going to do? A double-minded man that is unstable in all his ways. You sitting there playing both games. You can't do that. You sitting there uh, putting all your faith in your paycheck and then hoping that you're gambling over here. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. No, you got to let that thing go. Appreciate your job. Appreciate it. Go for your promotion. Understand all that. But understand that that is not going to limit. That natural means of coming in is not going to block my mind from supernatural increase. I get, a, I get a paycheck from the church every week. You hear my wife laughing? Because she knows how much it is. Right? It don't touch our lifestyle. Doesn't have to. I left that system. I left it. 
doesn't matter if I don't ever get a paycheck. Well, what, what, it, it matters to the people. See, that's the only reason. Because, hey, we're doing good. And it just keeps getting better and better. And so the prophet says, how long are you going to halt between two opinions? And you know how it ends, right? And so here we are in 1 Kings. Fire came down. And Elijah takes off. In verse 4, 1 Kings 19. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, came down under a juniper tree, and he requested for himself that he might die. And said, It's enough now, O Lord. Take away my life. I'm not better than my father's. This is what we call the juniper tree anointing. <laughs> Pastor Jonathan, you never quit the ministry on Monday. You never quit the ministry, period. But when you, the, the reason that that's, that's an old cliche is, you know, you minister hard on Sunday and then Monday you're just sitting there like, glory be to God as God's filling you back up. That's not the time. And that's usually when the devil has, you get the note slid underneath your office, you know, uh, you know, you, you don't, you don't, I had a lady, my God. I could tell you stories. She'd been to the church three times. Three times. And she slides a note underneath my, uh, I don't know, I, I, guess, I guess my kids now are just, I haven't gotten a note in a long time. I, I may have been getting them, and they just don't, they rip them up. But uh, this note said, you don't care about people. We've been coming here to your church, and you don't even know the names of our, they had three kids. You don't know the names of our three kids. I'm thinking, man, when I think of all the ones that have been coming for years, I'm trying to think all their names. <laughs> Come on, parents. Sometimes you forget the name of your kid. You be saying, uh, 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 Lydia, Lydia, Livia, Lydia, Lydia, I mean, Jonathan. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, boy, goofy. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it says here, verse 5, And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold then, an angel. What? Okay, now watch this. Angels can physically touch you I've felt them touch me before I've heard him sing I've seen them 
but I'm not getting over into worshiping of angels. I understand he that is despised and hath angels is better than he that honors himself and lacks bread. Are you, are you, are you following this? Right? So angels, here comes an angel and touches him. And look what it says. The angel touched him and said unto him, Rise and eat what? Are you following this? God can supernaturally supply, folks. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We, 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 we're always, you know, go back to the, to the, uh, multiplication of fish and loaves. Angels were involved in that. You can't read that. You you just you just you just you just see where Jesus blessed it and 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 uh, gave it to his disciples. Angels were involved in multiplying that. Who multiplied it? The word of God. But they hearken unto the voice of his word. If I can get you understanding how prosperity and increase operates in the angelic realm, why do you think that the devil's number one stronghold is the financial arena? He knows that angels are ministering spirits, that an angel can walk into your house Right now, right now, while you sitting in here and fill your refrigerator up, fill your bank account up, fill whatever up. But if we don't understand that, then we limit the Holy One of Israel to the natural realm. It involves angels, and angels aren't, they don't have this attitude, not these angels. They witness the fall. No, 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 no. No, don't nobody up here say anything. No. Whatever he saith unto you, do it. And that's, that's, the, that's the same command that the angels have. Whatever we say, in accordance with that word now. And again, you're not getting into these conversations with angels. But you can say, angels, in the name of Jesus, I command you, according to the word of God, you get around my family members as they're out there running around crazy, and you, they will not perish, they will not die They will come into the kingdom of God. When it, says, when it says pray to the Lord of harvest that he would send laborers. Laborers into his harvest. For the laborers are few. Angels just sitting around. See, we've, we've always interpreted that as, uh, you know, 
person with a handful of tracks out on the street going, going door to door. The angels are the reapers. Now, if you get somebody going door to door that understands angels, see, all kinds of things begin to pop. Los Angeles, the city of angels. What? Fallen angels, maybe. <laughs> I know they. I know we got some family out there that are just, you know, just on fire for God. Praise the Lord. It's live streaming, you know. Right. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? And so it says the angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And so uh, uh, he does that. And then the angel tells him to do it again. Eat again. Where is this supply coming from? Now you see it? And a moment ago you didn't. We got to understand the involvement that angels have in every He's given cha angels charge, a command. He's given angels charge over us. Not charge over us that they outrank us. He's given a charge. You see, my people, that is your responsibility. And if any of them speak what I say, you make it happen as if I said it. Jesus became poor that we through his poverty could be made rich. And he's waiting for the body of Christ to get a hold of this and start moving out instead of being passive. See? That's why, that's why the very truth of calling those things which be not as though they were, it, 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 it looses angels. To move on our behalf. Right now, while I'm speaking, I know that God is setting us up for multi-millionaire status. I know. Now see, that's easy for you to believe about me. Can you believe it about you? See? See? You remember when Jesus was raised from the dead? And uh, uh, he's, 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 out, he's out on the beach, and, uh, and, and, and there's Peter out there fishing again. Went back to the natural. Went back to his old ways of doing things. And here comes Jesus, and Jesus said, Hey! What you got? Now, Jesus ain't throw nothing. Well, he got a whole spread. Yeah, but that was... It's angels. We ain't got nothing. We'll cast on the right side and you'll find... Bam! They're sitting there, and they're pulling that in. It's the Lord. 
It's the Lord. Oh, God. Look at this supernatural supply. It's the Lord. How, how them fish get in there? Angels. They're the reapers. Yes, Jesus did it. But it operates in the government structure of the kingdom. When, when you lead somebody to Jesus, you don't sit there and go, yeah, what a, what a man of God I am. I led somebody. No, you say you give all the glory to the one that did it. You just did which was your duty to do last night, remember? You just did your duty. Right? Angels are just doing their duty. But they get all excited. When one person gets saved, all the angels in heaven rejoice. Why? Because they're going to go to work. That was somebody's angel. Now they get to go to work. Hallelujah! I got angels about all of my family, all of my friends, all of the can affiliates, all my prayer assignments. There's not one person that angels. Jesus said this way, look, don't you know I could speak to the Father about this and there'd be 12 legions of angels. But that would mess with destiny. One angel went out and slew 185,000. That's more than a whole bunch of wars combined in one night. One. He probably wasn't tired at all. See? See? Different angels have different assignments. Lucifer, the archangel, was in charge of music. He lost his job. He's unemployed without any pay. <laughs> Michael, the warring angel. Gabriel, the messenger angel. There are prosperity angels. See? And God needs us well informed about that. So quit. Uh, where is that, Lord? Thank you. He just stirred something. Go back to with Exodus. Exodus 32, I believe. Lord, where is that? Hmm. 
talks about Oh, uh, uh, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it was where we were before, Exodus 23. Look at this. In verse 20, Behold, I sent an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Next verse, please. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressors for my, for my name is in him. He, he, he doesn't, uh, angels don't have the ability to have mercy on you. If they actively see you in sin, and they're, they're trying to steer you in a right way through uh, uh, some kind of guidance, Right? They have to honor Jesus above your name. And it says there, do not provoke him. Now, see, we got, we got to get our angels <laughs> moving on our behalf. Jesus not only redeemed fallen man from fallen angels, he placed us back up in a, in a position of commanding now tonight we're going to get our angels moving last night we got our faith moving faith is a servant right tonight we're going to get our angels moving right you ready for this now here's what we're going to do we're going to pray and Thank you, Lord. Hang on a minute. Y'all pray in the Holy Ghost here a minute. Marrevi bondista la 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 di bocora bascato. Marrendi vi bonda la lista da de vaked verite. Marrebe bonda la lista rabba cor vera grito. Master Lebronde Bastela Rabocor Bacato, Mebrende Bondesh de Bibonde, Macaraba Bondoresh Barreba Bocor Verita, Mebrende Bibondarista de Bacar Riverito, Mebrende Bibondarisha Rebe Bondarivigrite, Marababatoro Corra Bastala Rabake, Mebrende Bibondalara Bocor Verito, Mora babate bonde shabribi bokora basa. Marrebe bondala rarebe bonde ribo shabribi bode vizegrita. Mebrende be bondala rari shabribi bonde rabakarabakore vizegrito. Come on, church. Mate babostola rarabakaba babase. Ala rebe bonda basse brebe ke basi. Ma babosoto baka. There's some resistance that just tried to move in here. Right when we're about to release our angels. Come on now. Oh, though I speak with the tongues of men, the tongues of angels. Oh, 
che bonda le rebe bondo robostola carrebe bonda la rababate che brebe bonda stibo botola baka marrebe bonda la rababate Jesus we give you praise 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 thank you master Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, rabababa. That's right. Come on, come on. Marebe bonda la leche bebababaka. Hey, rabababake. Oh, salalara rabababato la rabaketo. Me shababamando. Makebe bosatara rabakata. Me bonda shebe bonda she. Oh, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. Hey, Robo Solarabaka. Oh, Rebe Bombondo Lalarabase Ribe. Kolarabakaya Mama say. Make a bombondo Raboso. Malebre. Otalarabakalarabaka. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, morebe bobo tolarabake. Hey, tolarabaka ya bababata. Oh, rababake, motolorabasato. Woo! Say this out loud. Father, in the name of Jesus, I understand you have given angels Charge over my life. Charge over my family. Charge over my resources. Charge over my physical body. Charge over what you've gifted me to do. Charge over my business. Charge over everything I have. Charge over everything I've sown for. And in the name that's above every name. Angels, you listen to me. In the mighty name of Jesus, you move on my behalf and you bring my prosperity. You bring my increase into manifestation in the name of Jesus to the honor of the King. I thank you, Jesus. I will not hinder the angelic force as they reap my harvest. In Jesus' name, amen. Shout, 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 shout. Yes, yes, yes. Come on, come on. Angels are moving right now. Angels are moving right now. Yes. We, come on, come on. Yes. My God.
are moving right now, right this very moment on, watch this, on, unless you got some kind of goofiness going on, something unforgiving going on, But if you got everything where it needs to be, everything, I'm speaking from the office of the apostle, everything that you've sown for is in motion. Need a microphone. Mama needs a microphone. And then cometh the harvest. And then cometh the harvest. It also says, you know, look at the, the, the fields are white. Well, we're always looking at that and knowing that the angels are the reapers. We're always looking at that as souls. Well, he's talking to me because I was always looking at it as souls. Mm-hmm. He said, no, it's your harvest. But you're always waiting. You're always saying, oh, you know, it's someday. someday. Why not now? God did not send me here to teach this message to have you waiting and waiting and waiting. This is the revealing year. I feel the Holy Ghost. Our few. That's why Jesus said, broad is the way that leads to destruction, that Babylonian way, and many they'll find it, but only a few take that narrow route. That narrow route means ain't but one way. This is how it works. Seed, time, and harvest. That's what I just said. Everything out of the office of the apostle. Everything. If you just believe angels in the name of Jesus, they know every seed. They know every offering. They know every vow. They know every challenge. They know everything. Your obedient acts of God. They know every bit of it. And God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall the angels. 
reap for that one that sowed them. My God. See, there's rarely a day that goes by in my life that I'm not saying something to the angels. Not talking to them, but just like we just did right there. That's how I talk to angels. Just letting them know what needs to be done here. When it says he sent his word and healed them, we, we think, okay, that word has so much power that it just goes, well, it does, but the word has power because the angels hearken unto it and they go to that place, bam, and make it come to pass. You understand angels can touch your kidney and get it functioning? It's by his stripes you were healed. Angels carry out, they execute the word. They don't have any creative power, but they have the command from the creator to respond to that need to touch and make the situation turn. When the axe head floated, it's just an angel. And when I say just an angel, when you understand, when Jesus walked on the water, he had a bunch of angels. Yeah, I know he's walking on the Word. The angels hearkening to the Lord. Boy, I tell you what, we better wake up. When the, when the, when the, when, 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 when the beggar died, he was carried by the angels in Abraham's bosom. Remember that? When Jesus ascended up into heaven, you know, we got this picture of, Angels, a welcoming home for the Son of God. Angels, you see these motorcades out here and all that? When Philip was translated from the eunuch that he just led to the Lord and baptized, Found him in the city. I think it was Azotus. How does somebody translate? Angels. When Jesus got into the boat and immediately was on the other side. Well, that's Jesus. I know it's Jesus. But it's angels that took it from that natural. Bam! To the destination. Man, we got to get out of slow motion. God looks, God looks at this earth and it's crawling. It is so slow to him. And yet, we got all this available. 
Now see, it takes faith to understand that angelic realm and to know they're moving on your behalf. See? And you know, at the risk of being misunderstood, you always have somebody, not here in this church, somebody watching online, get goofy with it. Oh yeah, I sleep with my angel. All that mess. Angel, angel, angel told me to write you a letter. Sure he did. Said you're a false prophet. That was an angel. But it wasn't one of mine. One of yours. Yes, one of mine. That's why when I was in that bar witnessing and that drunk's going to start cussing me out and going to whoop me. Starts coming across the bar swinging, kicking, doing all that karate stuff. I know because I, I was in karate just enough to get myself hurt. And when he started coming, the Lord said, don't move. And he got right in front of me and did an elbow strike. And went right. I could feel it go past my nose. I said, Lord, that was close. He said, step to the left. He's still over here looking at where I was. And the Lord said, now walk out of the bar. I walked out of the bar. It was crowded. I walked out of the bar. Nobody's looking at me. Everyone's still looking back at where I was, and he's still cussing me out, and I'm walking through this entire bar, and I get to the door of the bar, and I look back. I had to look back. I look back, and there's not one person looking at me leaving, and I immediately knew how Jesus walked through the midst of them. How? Angels. Come on. He that is despised but has angels working for him, reaping for him, is better than he that honors himself and lives a life lacking. You see this? Now don't provoke them angels. Let them do their job. And don't start getting off into, oh, thank you, angel. You know, you hear all these people say, oh, I'm married to an angel. No, you're not. No, you're not. You ain't married to an angel. You know, they use that. Oh, isn't that, isn't they talk about a little kid. Isn't, isn't, isn't they such an angel? No, 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 they're not an angel. That belittles. And it, get, it, it builds a mindset of what angels really are. See? And in this last, of the last days, God's pulling out all stops. See? He can shift and wants to. Resources all over the place. 
but it's going to be by people of God speaking the word and angels performing the counsel of his messengers. You see that? I love y'all. We are family, ain't we? Pastor Jonathan.